Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Well, you're listening to Girlfriend It Radio with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, and Lisa is actually in uh, just that, we're, we're going to be talking about awe and wonder, and she's in that mode of, oh, I, I, need, I need some wonder in my life, because she's getting ready to speak on Mother's Day, and I believe she's talking for uh, six different services this weekend, and including tonight. So for those listeners out there, if you can pray for Lisa, that's always a crazy time when you're speaking in front of, you know, over 10,000 people. And so this is an exciting time for her to be in awe and expect God to, to definitely show up. And we also are going to be chatting with Marlo Shalesky, our guest. She's an award-winning author of 10 books, including both fiction and nonfiction, and she has won all kinds of high honors and awards, uh, including the ACFW Book of the Year Award, and not only for fiction, but nonfiction as well, and she has written books such as Wrestling with Wonder, uh, Waiting for Wonder, and her latest one is Reaching for Wonder, and uh, Marla, we're just so excited to have you on, on the show, so thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, Marlo, you and I have just been chatting, and I want to get more into your book of why you just wrote your recent book, Reaching for Wonder. But I also want to talk about what you do. You have a ranch, and you reach out to the community um, in helping them by using your your horses. Can you talk a little bit more about that, because that's just such a beautiful thing, and, and this is new to me in the last few years. I just keep hearing more and more about the wonder of how these horses help heal people. Oh, it's, it has been amazing. We've been going about two years now, and we bring out gang-impacted kids, um, kids from the most violence-impacted areas of our city. We have a lot of youth violence here in Salinas, and it's been amazing to get these kids out here. We had a group where they had, uh, just a couple days before, had a brutal murder, just a stone's fr- throw mm-hmm. from their front yard. And out they came, and you should have seen them change. You know, they come out, they're kind of closed up, they're a little afraid, and they start interacting with the horses, the piggies, the mini horses and donkeys, and all these animals. We have bunnies, too. And they are able to ride, and they go on pioneer rides through the woods. They also go on horse rides mm-hmm. through the woods. They learn archery, and you can see them in their bodies. They start to relax. They start to open up, and they'll tell you anything about their lives. And you can see that moment when hope starts to spark in them because they are out here in this beautiful place, and the animals make them feel safe. And that's, that's all we do. It, sometimes I think wow, this is so easy. I just bring kids out, and I let the animals do the work of God in these kids' lives. And we're there just mm. to love them. 
It's been mm. it's been really amazing for me. I had no idea when I started this thing a couple years ago. I thought, ah, oh, put some kids on horses. That'll be great. And I just, like, stood there and watched God work through the animals to bring hope and healing, mm. through through wonder, to the kids really who need it most in our community. Mm. And that is so, it's truly just such a, a beautiful way that you even painted that. And it's interesting because, are you familiar with The Boys on the Boat, the book? Um, Have you heard of that book? Boys and Girls, what? It's The Boys on the Boat. Oh, no, I'm not. The Boys in the Boat. It, anyway, I'm, I'm reading that right now. And it's one of those books that I, I bought for my husband, and then I had my son read it, and I keep passing it out, and I had never finished it myself. <laughs> you know, when you start it, you're like, oh, I love this book, and you keep passing it to everybody, and now I'm, I'm finally, you know, finishing it up. But it, it, it opens It's exactly what you said when you said it's the moment of hope. And uh, I I just think it's a, it's a fascinating book, and you definitely parallel with the with your you know yeah. wrestling with wonder and reaching for wonder, and it's that whole just so wonder in God, and it opens up in the the depths of the Great Depression, just like you're talking about these gang impacted kids, and it's yeah. it's at a time where obviously the overwhelming mood of despair and the millions of Americans that um, they just don't know what the future holds. It, you know, just mm-hmm. for in their communities or the country, and you know, you see that in the in games where it's like, okay, I my future is I have probably a lifespan for the next four to five years. You know, it's just that's yeah. what they're watching is their their friends and their brothers and sisters and and people either ending up in prison or or dead. So so yeah, it's like I'm gonna yep. put this hardcore uh, shell up, and that's what takes place in this, this book as well. It's like sports, just like you're saying, the, the animals is a way for yeah. the communities to, they can celebrate themselves and reclaim a sense of optimism. And uh, it's also when Hitler is leading, so there's this huge contrast of, you know, how Hitler's coming in and doing things. So this is in 1936 with the Berlin Olympics, and Hitler wants to kind of his propaganda for, for victory. And instead, America comes in with these rowers, and they end up winning. And just that beacon of hope uh, and how they do it, and it's all about wonder, how they they don't even look. They're so focused. They're just staring at the guy's back in front of them and rowing and how they have to be in sync to the point that they have to trust each other. And every every oar that you know it hits the water, and they're pulling through, and it's just it's so good. And any any leader that's out there that wants to put a team together, I would recommend um, reading this book uh, as well. But just just like you know, with your books, um, you have even just when you're wrestling with wonder, and your book before this, that transformational mm-hmm. journey. Uh, you put through the life of Mary. So tell us a little bit more in how you're, as you're working on the ranch and you're doing this and you're writing on now your latest one, Reaching for Wonder, how does that parallel? And are you seeing things that you just go, okay, you have to actually look for God's wonder? Yes. That's exactly what I saw. It's, it's when you can find that wonder where you least expect it to be. 
when you're going through your mm-hmm. worst time and you find him. And that's what I'm, I'm finding mm-hmm. it here at the ranch and the book in my own life. Something beautiful and amazing of not looking only to when circumstances are good to find God and to find his beauty, awe, mm-hmm. and wonder. It's like when everything works out, it's like, oh, that's easy. But when you find him in the dark places, when the places mm-hmm. where it's like everything has just fallen apart on me. And that's what's beautiful about bringing these kids out. I've had, oh, kids that their best friend has died in their arms. And they're out here. Mm-hmm. And you can see them for the first time. Their bodies just relax. They stop looking over their shoulder. Because 24-7, mm-hmm. every moment of their lives, they are on high alert. Because they can be shot, jumped, knifed anytime, mm-hmm. even resting in their home. And here, there's nobody out here but us and the animals. And their whole, mm-hmm. their whole selves are just like, <sighs> we had one kid, he came out, <laughs> gang, he's in gang, so he's a Mr. Tough guy, until I put him on a horse. I put him on a horse, and I'm going to lead him through the woods, and he starts out with, I've never been on a horse. Okay, a couple more steps. This is my first time on a horse. I've never ridden a horse. This is my first time. And for the first, it's like he's going on and on and on about this through the whole trail. We get about half when he says, can I take a video? I'm like, sure. Out comes the phone. And then he's looking in the phone. I've never ridden a horse. This is my first time. This is smoky. This is the horse I'm riding. I've never been a whole entire half mile through the woods. This kid is going on like he's six years old. It is the cutest thing. I'm like, oh, my goodness. He's he's kind of become who God intends him to be, and he's never been able to be a little boy. Because when he's a little boy, mm-hmm. he still has that whole culture around him. And, wow. And that's what I think mm-hmm. in, in reaching for wonder. That's what we're looking at, this encounter with the beauty and awe and wonder of God an encounter with Christ that changes us more than our circumstances. Like we go in, mm. we want we want it fixed. I know I do. It's like, I'm having this problem. I want this problem fixed. And God's like, yeah, yeah, but here's what I really have for you. I really, in this darkness, in this hard time, I want to look you in the face. I want to say, take heart, daughter. Take heart, son. And I want you to see me. God is saying, and and become who we really are supposed to be. You know, have those deep things healed. And that's what I'm finding both on the ranch and through the stories and reaching for wonder that I looked at, and I'm seeing it reflected in my own life. And it's been a beautiful journey, hard, 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 but beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I love how you write in your book, on that God's not after that band-aid phase, which is what you're just saying. It's like he's after that life-changing, my soul relationship, and and it is all about wonder. And we just want to go, okay, put a band-aid on this right now. I'm bleeding so I can move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't let me have to step back, pause, and reflect and really dig deep. I, I We want those breathtaking moments, but yet we don't want to have to go through the pain to really experience that. No. No, I don't want to go through the pain. I want it to be the easy way, mm-hmm. except it never is. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, one of my favorite one yeah. of my favorite stories in the book is the one of the woman with the issue of blood. 
She's been, you know, 12 years like that. And all she wants is that to stop. You know, so she's going to go through the crowd. She's going to touch just a little hem of Jesus' robe. It's like, that's all I need. And she goes, she makes her little touch, and she, she's healed. She's got everything she wants, everything she came for. She's just going to fade back into her life. And no, Jesus, after the healing, stops this entire crowd. It's like he stops the world. And he says, not good enough for me. Good enough for her. She's gotten her healing, but not good enough for God. He has to stop the world so he can look us in the face, so he can call us mm. daughter and son. And that's, that's the kind of thing I was seeing when I wrote the book, is that, wow, I didn't really read that story like that before. To me, these were healing uh, stories, and they and are not Marlo, healing that's stories. A great way. Hmm? We're going to stop right there and go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back after this message. Great. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. We were thriving in a youth ministry when God clearly called us out of our Bible Belt comfort zone to plant a church in California. Stadia's 90-plus percent success rate gave us all the confidence we needed. They also cared for us through amazing support networks to encourage us like Bloom, a one-of-a-kind ministry for planters' wives. It's here I find deep friendships with like-minded gals who want to change lives. Stadia plants churches that intentionally care for children. We won't stop until every child has a church. For more information, go to stadia.cc. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. A study from the Center of Science in the Public Interest reviewed the nutritional contents of movie theater popcorn and found an alarming amount of fat, salt, and calories. A typical large tub of popcorn has 1,200 calories, 980 milligrams of sodium, and 60 grams of saturated fat. Adding just one tablespoon of butter adds 130 calories. Even the small delivers 670 calories, 550 milligrams of sodium, and 24 grams of saturated fat. Movie theater popcorn is often popped in coconut oil, which is about 90% saturated fat. Add salt to the enormous portions, and your once healthy snack turns into a health offender. Next time you go to the movies, bring your own air-popped popcorn and enjoy the show. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond, keeping you healthy, happy, and fit. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back. We are talking with Marlo Schlewski, and she is the author of Reaching for Wonder. And Marlo has several um, books that are out there. More than a 1,000 articles of hers have been published in, published in various Christian magazines, including Focus on the Family, Today's Christian Women, and In Touch. She has contributed devotional books 
for uh, couples and children, and she's also a speaker and regular columnist for David C. Cook's Power for Living. Um, Marlo, you um, are doing just such crazy amazing things, including what we just chatted about with your ranch, helping those um, underprivileged children, and just the healing and the hope that is being offered there, and seeing the God wonder and just how the healing is taking place. But I would like to find out from you in your latest book, Reaching for Wonder, some of your stories that, that came along and the, and the pain that you had to go through and the hurt. And so many times our listeners are, are out there and they are in that place right now. And so share a little bit about what you've had to go through and how you saw God through all of this. Yeah. Um, the timing of this book was really interesting in my life. It's not like I've had it easy before with the years of infertility and so many miscarriages. But, and that's what I thought I'd be writing about and thinking about when I was doing Reaching for Wonder, Encountering Christ mm-hmm. when life hurts. I didn't expect there to be a big deal thing that was happening then. But no sooner had I started you know, thinking about this book than we befriended this young man, um, and he became a stalker for my oldest daughter. And it was absolutely terrifying. We tried to get rid of him. And, but no, one night we found him in our house at one in the morning. Mm. And, oh my word, it was so scary. You know, he'd been kind of hanging around our property and we'd found him where we didn't think he should be. And, and there had been cyber stalking online too. But the night we found him in our house, that was so scary. And instead of just leaving, he had, um, well, he threatened to shoot my family, and we had the power out at that time. We had had a big storm, and we had six days with the power out, and we had no way to call the police or anything. So there he was, and we have no power. All my kids are in the other room, and he's threatening us, and I, he didn't have a gun on him, but he I didn't know if he had one in his car right outside that he had parked. Okay, so, so now... This mm-hmm. stalker was at, this stalker was after your daughter. Yes, but he threatened our whole family. He was going to shoot us all. Wow! But yeah, was it someone she knew from? Yeah, we had met him at church and had befriended him because he was uh, he was a bit troubled. But it just it went bad. I think he might have been. He had taken drugs in the past, and I think he might have been on them again because he was just mm-hmm. out of his mind, and he continued. And we had many, many, many months of being afraid wow. of him. And then we had tried to get a restraining order. We're like, what are we going to do? We need a restraining order so that we can call the police right away. And it is hard to get a restraining order. We got one, but to serve it, he would hide from us for the serving of the restraining order, so he couldn't actually serve the thing. Oh, mm. Just the journey was just awful. And then he started mm. threatening my daughter's friends as well, and that was really scary. So I'm writing this book, and and we're going through all this upheaval in our lives, and we don't know what's going to happen. And I'm trusting God as best I can, but it's like, really, Lord? Yeah, here we mm-hmm. are. You know, we we tried to. We basically had met him, tried to help him, 
and befriend him, and it just turned so scary and ugly. And here I am writing this book, and God is telling me, yeah, life is hard. This is how it is for you, (laughs) for your readers, for everyone. Now, write the book that you need. When you write a chapter, if it does not help you, throw it away. (laughs) So every chapter is like, is this the chapter that I need? Will this help me in my hard time to see God, to find his wonder, to be healed? Or does it make me feel like punching someone in the nose? Because <laughs> nobody wants to hear when they're going through a hard time, you need to just find the wonder. It's like, oh, I can't say that. It's like I have to take my readers and myself on this journey through all these stories of Christ encountering people at their worst moments in life in the New Testament. It's like, what do I see? How does it feel? What's it like to walk, you know, to walk with the woman at the well, up to the well, and talk to Jesus? What, what is that like? You know, what would that have felt like? What would it be like to be that demon-possessed guy with a legion of demons? You know, and to see Jesus on the shore and everything you can do to get there with all those voices in your head telling you all kinds of things. What's that like? And just walking with these people in the New Testament, it's like, that is so healing. That gives me a whole new view. I can see Christ in my own hardships like I'd never seen him before. I can watch for him doing things that I would have missed. It's like, oh, this is really hard. But look, God's done this. God's brought us that person. God brought us finally someone who could help us to serve that restraining order, and we got it done. And there were all kinds of little things. Oh, there was the sheriff, you know. Hey, there's the sheriff at the coffee shop that we can talk to, and he can give us wise advice. Ah, there are all these blessings that were coming, and only because I'm writing this book and walking with these people can I see them and really take advantage of them and let Christ heal me on the inside through that even though the circumstance could drug out for a really long time. Mm. And is he completely out of your life now after you did the restraining order? And has he no. been able to... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's better, okay. though, because there was a bunch of uh, cyber-stalking that happened then even after through friends. Mm. Like, ugh. And, and then, oh, my poor daughter, she got... She got a boyfriend, and that was super scary. A different boyfriend, and uh, this guy freaked out and started threatening everybody again. But we were able then to go to the sheriff and say, look, here's what's going on. Help. Mm -hmm. And then we haven't heard from him, so here's hoping. But when we're out and about, it's a scary thing still. Yeah. Well, and that there... Unfortunately, the cyber stalking, the cyber bullying, that, that is a real thing, and it's sometimes so subtle even. I know yeah. I, I have a teenager, and I, I just, you, you feel like all you're ever saying is be kind, be kind, be kind. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> because when they're, when they're not face-to-face, I think it's so easy for them to just throw out whatever they want through text messages, yeah. through their Snapchat, and you, you you see some of the bantering that's going back and forth, and it, it, it's like, wait, you were just sitting there in Bible study five minutes ago, and then, you know, 
it's like the mean girls all of a sudden come, come out of your body. And so how we have to keep going back to what the scriptures say, how would Jesus want us to respond in these situations? Oh, yeah. And that's and sometimes that's why even being able to see God in that and see the little things he's working can really help. Mm-hmm. I was just recently mm-hmm. dealing with a woman who says she's a Christian. I guess she is, but gosh, she's mean. I'm like, oh, she's yeah. mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and sometimes yeah. people are. But, you know, I have a lot of people in my life who aren't, too. And if I... I can yeah. focus on them. Look at that wonderful person, and look at that lovely friend. And it's like, okay, God has placed people in my life to uphold me when I need it, and sometimes I encounter somebody who's just wonderful. But, you know, I don't right. stand there alone either. Right. Well, we have three minutes before we are coming to an end of our show. And I want to make sure that people can they know where to find you. And I, I find, once again, what you do, and just thank you for saying yes to God when you're being called. And you have, it's Wonderwood Ranch, and they can find you at www.wonderwoodranch.org. And yep. also, where can they get your, your newest book? Now, all of my writing stuff is at vividgod.com. All the books available on Amazon and everywhere else. But if you visit vividgod.com, they can find out about everything. Also, I'm on Facebook with both The Ranch and under my name for the writing and personally and all that. I do a lot of work on Facebook just uh, encouraging people in everyday life. It's like find the wonder in everyday life. When it's hard... Here's some words of encouragement. And I like to do that there because it just hopefully lifts people up. I put on there, it's like, this was encouraging to me today. So please, here, you know, mm-hmm. find this encouraging. Mm-hmm. And then that's all I really am trying to do is take, we got pull back the curtain just a little bit so we can glimpse God, be encouraged to take another step, keep going, no matter how hard, easy, in-between life is. It's like, let's glimpse God today. Let's take another step closer. Hmm. And, and I love that visual of let's just pull the curtain back. And you um, you just have stories that go on and on of, uh, you know, kids with autism, kids that are homeless, kids that, you know, obviously they, they've been in game situations. So when mm-hmm. you say you like to just, you know, give them a sneak peek, you're really giving them a sneak sneak peek into um, amazing God wonder stories of just expecting God to show up. So get a glimpse in that, and that's um, a great way to be encouraged is to find Marlo on Facebook. And when you're saying visit God, it's D-I-V-I-D-G-O-D dot And with that, I just can't thank you enough, Marlo, for being on our show, for sharing just a little glimpse of some of your your stories of going back in that childlike experience of finding that that wonder in God. And so we just want to thank you for being on our show. We want to thank all of our listeners out there. And with that, we will talk to you again next week.
Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the 